What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, friends. Dr. Joseph coming to you again here on our podcast. And I'm here with day 18. And we are in Joshua chapter 8, 30 through 35. And so excited to have this chance to to guide you and as we're just reading God's Word together. And so I'm going to be reading out of the New International Version. So let's dig in here to the Scripture. Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel. He built it on Mount Ebal. Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded the Israelites to do that. Joshua built the altar according to what is written in the book of the law of Moses. Joshua built the altar out of stones that iron tools had never touched. When the people offered the altar burnt offerings to the Lord, they also sacrificed friendship offerings on it. Joshua copied the law of Moses on stones. He did it while the all the Israelites were watching. There, they were standing on both sides of the Ark of the Covenant. And all the Israelites, including outsiders and citizens, were there. Israel's elders, officials, and judges were also there. All of them faced the priests who were Levites. They were carrying the ark. Half of the people stood in front of Mount Gerizim. The other half stood in front of Mount Ebal. Moses, the servant of the Lord, had earlier told them to do it. Moses told them to do it when he had given directions to bless the Israelites. Then Joshua read all the words of the law out loud. He read the blessings and the curses. He read them just as they were written in the book of the law. Joshua read every word Moses had commanded. He read them to the whole community of Israel. That included the women and children. It also included the outsiders living among them. Now, we have just a lot of things that are just happening in these verses. They really just have some great great symbolism for us just to remember, as well as just some great principles. So if we go back to Deuteronomy chapter 11, you're going to see how Moses said to the people, And it shall come to pass, when the Lord thy God has brought thee into the land, where you go to possess it, that you shall put the blessing upon Mount Gerizim and the curse upon Mount Ebal. Now, what this language is saying is that you should give the blessings and the curses of God. You should get all the way to this place. So when the children of Israel conquered Jericho, then defeated Ai, there's this large valley that stood them, stood before them outside of the city of Shechem. And on one side you have Mount Ebal. And it's this rocky and rough terrain. In fact, Mount Ebal was, cal- was called the Mount of Curses. Then across the valley on the other side, there's this beautiful spring that's there and it flows through these amazing crops that are there and there's it's this this whole mountain just looks fruitful and and beautiful and there is mount gerizim so mount ebal was known to be this mount of curses where gerizim was known to be the mount of blessings and we have these two mountains that were a representation of both the blessings and curses of god And God set them as a reminder 
of the decisions that stand before us. We're going to talk about that. So God takes half the people, he puts them on Mount Ebal, then he takes the other half and puts them on Mount Gerizim. But what's the first thing that Joshua does? He builds an altar. You see, we have to remember, altars were used in this time as a place of remembrance, as well as sacrifice. If you remember back in Joshua chapter 3 and 4, after the children of Israel had passed over the Jordan on their way to Jericho, they were ordered to build a couple of altars. They were ordered to get these stones, one in the middle of the river, one on the side where they crossed over. They were ordered to get the stones from the middle of the river and bring them out. And, and they were to be a testimony to the people, a remembrance to the people of the deliverance and faithfulness of God. And here we have that a an altar is built and a sacrifice is given according to what's called the friendship offering. Sometimes it could be the fellowship or peace offering. And that the purpose of this was to be uh, a, in Leviticus chapter 3 and 7, an expression of gratitude and desire for fellowship with God. And in this, they're to bring an unblemished bull or male or female, sheep or goat. And, and so we have this sacrifice that occurs, and notice where it occurs. It's very, in a very specific place. It occurs on Mount Ebal. That's kind of interesting when you stop and you think about this. You see, this altar represented the blessings and the curses of God. You ask, what do you mean? You see, first, you see where the altar was built. It was built on Mount Ebal, the cursed mountain, that cursed ground, that cursed place. People didn't want to spend time on Mount Ebal. And what happened on the altar? On that altar, a sacrifice was made, a, a fellowship offering of gratitude to the Lord in the place of the people as a atonement, as a recognition of fellowship with God. So right there on this cursed mountain, there was a display of both the curses and the blessings of God. You know, it makes me think about Calvary. Remember the, the place where Jesus was crucified was called Golgotha, it was the place of the skull. No one wanted to go to Golgotha, just like no one wanted to be on Ebal. And yet it was on that hill of Calvary that the blessing of God, the, the friendship, the fellowship of God was offered through the sacrifice of, of Jesus Christ. An atonement of sin was provided. There in the midst of the curses, there was the blessing of God that was provided. You see, when Jesus died on the cross for your sins and mine, he died not to for us to receive a curse, but he took the curse of our sin. He took the pain and the punishment. The wrath of God was poured out on him. And not only was there the sacrifice, but then came the reading of the law. Now, I think that's an important picture to see, that this reading of the law was not just for the religious elite, not for just the priests and the prophets only. No, it was for everyone. Everyone was to listen to the words of God, to the law, and the choice stood before them. And the call was simply there to trust in the Lord. You know, it was God's presence 
was there among them with the Ark of the Covenant. You had the, the law, the word of God that's there present among them being read. And you have the fellowship that binds us all together there being experienced. And it, they had a decision that was before them because they had seen beforehand what happened whenever they didn't put their faith in the, in the way that God did things. They had seen before through the wilderness experience. They had seen before at AI. They had seen all these things beforehand whenever they tried to do things their own way. And yet whenever, here's the call to simply trust and obey the Lord. All of us, even the outsiders, everybody was to live and abide by God's law. And here it was, a valley of decision, as Adrian Rogers calls it. This valley of decision of either to be a curse or to be a blessing. To, to stand before and say, we want to be a part of Ebal or we want to be a part of Gerizim. Friend, let me ask you, are you in a valley of decision today? You know, maybe you're just questioning the Lord's purposes in your life. Maybe you're, you've just been living in chaos and you're wondering where is God's presence. You're wondering who can I trust in. Friend, listen, just like the Ark of the Covenant that represents the presence of God. Friend, listen, he is there today in the midst of your chaos. And he's calling you to trust his word, to trust his promises, that he abides with you. And he's calling you to trust in him. Even in the midst of some of the your, your sin that you're experiencing in your life, trust in him. To look to what he has provided and trust in his word. Friend, what a call that is for us today. That decision that we have today. And maybe for, for some of us, you know, the valley of decision that we're into today is whether we are going to receive the gift of salvation. This gift of salvation that comes through <coughs> a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. To, to see what Jesus did on the cross for us whenever he, he died on the cross for us. How he took our sin. He took the curse of God and he bore that for us on that hill of Calvary. But listen, friend, it didn't stop there. Jesus isn't dead. You can't go see his bones today. Why? Because he arose. And there is victory today. There is a garrison for you today. In the midst of your chaos, you can place your faith in him. You can trust in Jesus' finished work in the cross. And you can have a personal relationship to him. And what he calls you to do is simply this. Surrender to him today. Surrender your will. Surrender your eternity to him. And trust in him. Trust in his word that tells us that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Friend, there is a Mount Gerizim that's for you today. If you trust in him. Trust in him today. Follow him all the rest of the days of your life. By faith, walk with him every day. 
Is it easy? No, it's not. There's a cost. But friend, hear me today. Jesus is worth it all. He's worth it all. Friend, thank you for this time today. I want to encourage you if maybe today you're needing to talk with somebody about surrendering to the Lord, trusting in Him for salvation, that that you will do that, that, that you will reach out to us here at New Vision and we'll help you to take that next step and, and walk this journey with you. And, and maybe you're just needing to, to talk with somebody more about maybe something that's happening in your life. You're, you feel like you're living on Mount Ebal and, and yet you, you realize that you need to experience Mount Gerizim. Friend, we want to help you walk that journey today and see how you can follow him. So thank you for this time, and we look forward to the next time we can connect with you here as we are just uh, growing uh, in God's Word as we're continuing to walk this journey out with Joshua. God bless you guys, and talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.